Welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, you know, it seems like every time Netflix puts out something, we all seem to lose our minds. And this show or miniseries was no exception. And no, I am not talking about that one that's everybody's making parodies all over YouTube and TikTok. The one that begins with the S. Definitely not that one. I'm talking about none other than clickbait. So, of course, I had to bring a special guest along. I brought along Mr. Pete Perkins Heard. So, let's take a moment out and we'll be right back. So, guys, this is a collaborative effort between CQP Moments and Trap Life, and we're actually reviewing or recapping Clickbait, you know, that miniseries that for some reason went viral a few weeks ago or about a month ago. <laughs> it's on Netflix, so you can't miss it. So, oh my gosh. So, Pete, it's amazing having you, as always. I'm happy to be here hanging out with one of my favorite, not just my favorite podcaster, but one of my favorite all-time people. Thank you. Thank you. You're one of my favorite all-time people as well. So, okay. Quick question. Were you hesitant? Because I know there are people that are still hesitant about watching this. So were you hesitant about watching Clickbait? No, but let's let's talk about that because I I think uh, I've seen the comments and I think that some of the people who are hesitant to watch it are like I'm I'm just really not understanding where they're coming from. I'm not understanding the logic, the point of view. It's like I'm. Uh... Well, okay, I will say this. It was one of those things I. One one of the things that I got from some people were, oh my gosh, not another, not another miniseries. And I, I get it. We couldn't go into the out. So people were binging Netflix. They were binging Hulu. They were binging Amazon Prime, whatever streaming services they had. They were binging these things. But it was like, okay, you're either going to give it a chance or you're not going to give it a chance. And to me, it was like, if you're not going to give it a chance, why are we having this conversation? You know? Exactly. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was super weird. I feel like the show You is similar to that now, where like people are talking about it. Like, how can you watch that show? It's so toxic. It's so triggering. It encourages abuse. It encourages stalking. I'm like, wait, what? But here, here is the thing, and, and I have actually come across this with people where they're just like, you know, people emulate what they see on TV, and it's like, okay, that might be true for little kids, but if you're emulating what you see on TV, you're kind of grown, and it's kind of strange. You know? I, I mean, I feel like that's such a weird argument because people aren't consistent with it at all exactly like you know you pick and choose oh like 
you know, the, that they say, you know, to not to be too controversial, but the number one thing when people question programming for kids and, you know, you, you have, I, I don't want to throw out, you have certain artists who say they don't care about, you know, people's kids and, you know, give breakfast club interviews saying F people's kids and, you know, showing no remorse for the images that they're putting out and trolling and everything else. But that doesn't matter. We, we shouldn't think about what our kids watch, but adults consuming television for entertainment purposes is problematic. I don't understand that. I don't know. I don't know. It's super weird. It's super weird. But okay, so let's get into clickbait. So I was really, at first I was like, all right, I know what clickbait is. For those that don't know what clickbait is, you know, for the people that say the Facebook, the YouTube, and the Instagram, um, (laughs) clickbait is actually when you are being told that the video is going to be about one thing in the thumbnail and then it's not about that at all or there's so little of what was said that the video might as well not be about that or the content might as well not be about that and they pulled you in while you're thinking this is something I wanted to see and it's not something you wanted to see at all kind of like what we would really call a bait and switch or like the uh, the Rick Ashley videos. At, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, right. Ashley is it Ashby? Some you never want to give you up. You know when those just yeah. pop up on you. Yeah. The title is something completely different. Yeah. It's a it's a trolling tactic. A very trolling tactic. So okay, this actually follows a family of. Four, well, six if you include mom and sister, the Brewers. Um, and they're a multicultural family. But everything seems really, really normal. They're going about their everyday lives. Everything's fine. The kids are being kids. The parents are being parents. And then what begins to happen is the whole it's like this sudden switch they realize that the husband is missing you know it's 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 one of those crazy things I mean because didn't their lives just seem so normal I mean like for today didn't their lives just seem so normal at first their yeah their lives are pretty you know they're just like an ordinary family the only thing that kind of sticks out to you at first is the fact of the you know there's there's tension in the family only between the nick's sister who right and, and, nick, and, even and- he's yeah. technically not the main character it really isn't like an ensemble cast but the plot revolves around uh, his life and the video and everything like that. But we, we actually, you feel like you get to know Nick the least. 
I would say that. I would say that. Yeah, you're you're not because Nick's life is pretty much filled in by supporting characters. Right. We 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 see him through the interactions of everyone else, uh, which is very interesting because that's how we we it's all kind of the plot points revolve around the it takes the perspective of an actual case right but then we start to see some kind of lies unfold or perceive how should i i I shouldn't say lies but we see some perceptions unfold and the perceptions aren't real they're not real but Um, but we don't but in the beginning we actually did not know that they weren't real right so to kind of go back to your initial point it the I'll be at the attention, excluding the attention from the mother, uh, uh, the mother of the Nick's sons and his wife. And it appears that they've been married for 15 years and they have a, a quintessential marriage and the, the tension with his sister. Everything else is, um, you know, pretty normal in the family. The other thing that strikes, that kind of struck out to me is that the family was interracial and it was interracial or multicultural from the standpoint of Nick is a white guy um, and the the mother is um, African-American, Black, and, uh, you know, their sons, of course, are biracial. And it's not really talked about um, particularly... It, it, uh, it, there there are certain scenes where they kind of touch on it but that that doesn't seem to be yeah but it, i i think to me in this case it's touched on in a way of where they were careful not to say that's the reason we're upset you know i i, right. I don't know if you got that impression where it was like okay we're touching on it but we don't want to seem like the bad person here. Well, like race wasn't the reason for the tension between um, Nick's sister and Sophie and right his sister. Um, what's his sister's name? It's escaping me at the moment. Uh, the sister Pia Pia she has a real interesting P Pia yeah Uh, it's just that they have personality kind of clashes they're a little Pia is kind of more free-flowing out there adventurous and Sophie is a little bit more buttoned up um yeah because Sophie's a school teacher and Pia is actually a uh lab tech in 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 a hospital was she a lab tech? I thought she was actually a nurse. No, she's she's a she's a tech because she's like cannulating uh patients. Everything. But yeah, she um so and, and she kind of still parties. She's I, I think she's in her 30s, but she still kind of lives a, a 20-year-old lifestyle, what we would kind of associate with the 20 lifestyle uses dating apps still kind of finding herself in some ways 
Right. Right. Because that was, that was a huge thing was she was trying to find dates and trying to find, I guess you would say happiness on online and she's like meeting up with guys in bars and doing all kind of weird things but it's not really weird it's just this is the way she is getting along and coping because her because of the way she treats her sister-in-law her her relationship with her brother isn't quite the best well I, I wouldn't even say that I would say that there was a they had a moment which is like a crucial moment and within the story. But we, we see them having a very close relationship, but th- a secret has entered their relationship. And that right, meaning between, kinda, meaning between husband and wife. The secret between husband and wife, but it affected the relationship between Nick holding on to that secret and not sharing it with his sister, which is what he needed to do. But I think he was in the mindset of, I want to protect my wife and they already kind of don't see eye to eye. It might be dangerous if I share that. But that's understandable. I mean, that's understandable. And, and that's there was be, tension between them to begin with. So to begin with. And so that's the honorable thing to do. He was right. honorable in his thinking. Um, but when you do have tension and things that that's why Nick acted out of character or maybe within his character because we we know he he had a temper from childhood but he was really perceived as being a mild-mannered sort of guy and and we we actually see that from what we see of him he is in flashbacks of other people he is a pretty mild-mannered um even tempered guy he's he's the nice guy (laughs) yeah a legitimate nice guy um, and, and I, I actually want to move away from that term because you know how I feel about that term, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, he's a good dude. We can say that he, right, he, right. He, that's the way he carries himself. That's the way that, uh, the reputation that he's cultivated from himself and the way people interact with him, but secrets change things for people. When you, when you hold on to things, you interact with people people differently because they don't know what you're really thinking and what's going on with you. right 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 and and that is, that is something to talk about that secrets do change things they change the way people see you they like you said they change the way people interact with you they just you know it's not it's not the same and so pia that they are they're shown to be very close siblings best friends and there's a reason for that um that later comes up and the the real thing even even though Pia and Sophie don't get along Nick's able to from what we've seen for the most part he's able to kind of minimize tension between them but in the opening scene I it just it seemed like uh a formula for a lot of things going awry at once for in Nick's world I think exactly it was just too much going on you know and can, can should we just reveal the secret so we can just talk about it straight up or do you want to wait a little bit what do you want we to can we can reveal a secret so the okay. secret the big huge secret as we keep calling it is that 
his wife cheated on him um with i believe a, a co-worker at from her school because she is a school teacher at the boys school which is i'm like i don't get how that could even be a thing like your kids go to this school you are right. a prestigious teacher this is not even like a public school this seems to be a private school right where you know everybody's kind of gonna know everybody and right. every and, and everyone is from the area so it's not like okay well people are coming from far there you, you'll you'll never see these people on the weekends no no and no it that i mean well so that that's we, we should do you want to break it down the way the episodes are broken down into do you just want to go over it all because sophie is a very interesting character to me okay why do you say sophie's an interesting character because i feel like she has more internal conflict than pia but they don't present it as that in terms of her mannerisms or even the perception of her and and i think even the way she processes things, I think completely have a, they, they have a, a significant effect on the storyline. Okay, okay, okay. Because she's very, she's very, like you said, she's very buttoned down. She's very reserved. Um, and she's very concerned. And then I think that was one of the things that confused me about, about so is, is that, for her to be so concerned about image, mm-hmm. how could she do something like that? Right. That 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 doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, just from a standpoint of, well, you know, Queenpin, uh, can can I put on my uh, Hall of Fame hat for a moment? My jacket. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. Okay. So as we've talked about this a lot off camera, off podcast, but people need to go through phases of promiscuity. And if not promiscuity, where they feel like they've, they're able to explore options to a certain extent, because that's, that's the result that you get. um, And the effect of being promiscuous, You, you you're able to experiment and you know access options and we're told that nick is the only guy that she's ever been with right and you know it's the thing of what's the perfect person if it's not the perfect time so she probably met the best person for her Nick and her might very well be soulmates. Um, and in his mind, I, I believe he he considered that to be true. But sometimes when it happens too early in your life, eventually that catches up with you. Because there was no reason, except for that lack of experience, for her to make the decisions that she made. She has two children that are healthy happy, well-adjusted. She has a thriving career. He has a thriving career that 
in terms of her friendship and her social circle, uh, he's considered to be the best husband. She was winning in multiple facets of life. That is true. That's very true. And so, but she, you know, she's buttoned up, she's reserved, but she makes the decision that if this were to come out, which it, it does and it would, that that decision caused the guy that she had the affair with to quit his job. Right, right. All for a decision. And she knew she wasn't going to leave her husband. She just needed that experience. She needed to have that moment. Right, and I I think that's the thing is the whole outlet thing. Like, that, that that is something that is not talked about where she was just looking for an outlet and he was looking for a, a real romance he was looking for a relationship and and he actually loved her yeah and that wasn't even in her mind but she took a risk like that would be worth it like the risk matched the reward if you were just looking to have a, a three-month six-month affair he wasn't the guy to do that with. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I think that's, that's, that's really one of the biggest part of the issues. Because it, at the very least, you work with this person. That's your coworker. So even in, in a best case scenario, you've created a different dynamic in the workplace for yourself. Even if he was looking right. for the same thing and you all decided to end things, that that's still an element that you've created that doesn't need to be right right it shouldn't exist and i think that's that's the crazy part so it's one of those things of he's feeling a certain way about it and they keep hinting around it you know nick is like he's 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 in his which i mean it's his wife he he has the right to his own feelings but it's like they they dance around this they you know it's not talked about i don't know whether it's for the sake of the kids or pretty much for the sake of showing a united front but they don't talk about it but then he goes because he's struggling to process it it seemed like to me right agree with that or yeah i i I would i would actually agree with that i would actually agree with that it was almost like he couldn't fathom that she would ever do that because that was never something that he would do in his mind right right and and that's that's the thing so what we don't know is that he also is a school teacher he teaches but i believe at a different school he he's a uh, a trainer for the volleyball program right right at the the college that has a a major program right for the sports program yeah for the sports program and the thing is so he works with a whole bunch of different people he works with you know um because it's girls volleyball he works with girls volleyball so one of the first things that happens is this video comes out this video which everybody sees 
Um, I'm really trying to figure out how this video streams everywhere so fast. Um, because even with videos going viral, it's not something that everybody would just, that everybody just sees, if you know what I mean. Right. You know, and most, and most of the things happen, let, let's be real with it. Most of the things happen in such real time that even though a video may be viral, you may see it a few days later. Right. Because there, so, there might be multiple viral videos. Right. So for everyone. I think it was the nature of the video, though, as well. True. The presentation of it is very jarring. Right. So there's this video that shows up all of a sudden and everybody sees it and they're like, you know, and it he's holding up these signs to set. One of them says, you know, once I get to once this video gets to five million likes you know, someone's going to kill him because he's of, holding up the signs. I abuse one women. Right, he abuses women and it's his things are his faults and he's a womanizer and all of this stuff. And it's like, whoa, 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 because we're, we're, we're seeing the straight laced guy. So it's like, wait, how, how does this even work? Why are we why are we seeing this this doesn't even from the beginning of the show this does not seem like something that's in his character so it's like okay what's going on here and you kind of think like some of the people with their comments on the video because you realize that this is supposed to be live streaming and people are at first not taking this seriously so they are just clicking like because they think it's funny it's some sort of joke there's going to be some haha punchline at the end and you know it it just starts to explode because it's like you know when you see something of course you share it and those people share it and then other people share it and you're not and and people sound like I said some people are not realizing that this is a real video. This is something that is going to happen if this gets to 5 million videos, 5 million likes. I think people even thought it was a promotion for like a horror movie or a mystery or some show. Right, right. Because I mean, that's the way we all think like, okay, you know, oh, this can't be real. This is, this is something that's going to happen you know, what, where, where's, where's the promo here? Who's, whose logo is going to show up at the end of this, you know, but the funny thing is though, the wife and the son see it. And then Pia sees it while she's at work because one of her patients is like, did you see this video? And she starts to freak out because she doesn't know if Sophie's seen it or not. She now wants to talk to Sophie. She wants to talk to her mom. They're trying to figure out how to keep it from the boys. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So there, of course, you know, they call law enforcement because there's, you don't know what else to do at this point. Because it's like, okay, you don't know where he is. You don't know who has him. You don't know why he's holding up these signs, but all of a sudden 
you know, it's like, well, what do we do? We have to do something to save him. And it's kind of like YouTube. You can see how many people have viewed, how many people have liked. So they realize these numbers are going higher and higher and they're doing so quickly. And it's like, oh my gosh. And at that point, I, 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 I can't even lie. I was on the, on the edge of my seat, like what? Well, I, I, I thought it was like the, the premise I thought was very interesting because I think of what it promotes, like one, the viral nature of any form of media, how it's like, we, we don't take time to bet things and like just seeing things of like, where is it coming? Or just the fascination with like the what if like oh wow is this real and there there are some people who processed it like oh this is real when people right. made that switch and decided that it was real they immediately were still were involved and maybe even more captivated it almost seemed like when people thought it was fake it was getting less views and then it kind of like streamlined Right, right, right. But that's the thing. And so it's like, oh my gosh, you know, and now they're trying to figure out what to do, where he's at, what's going on. And we still don't know at this point who has him, why they have him, or who, you know, who who the signs are about. Because remember, it's like, the sign holding up saying I abuse women it's all my fault you know like wait what so now you're trying to figure out okay well they're questioning Sophie and she's like I I don't know who this sign could be about you know because even she's saying you know my husband wouldn't hurt a fly like (laughs) what are you talking about right so and, and I, I think, thank you for pointing that out. I, I commend you for mentioning that at first, that she was very like, no, my husband's a good guy initially. Right, right. Because her mind doesn't switch until, again, things start to unfold. And even even at that point, she's, she's still in kind of in shock and disbelief. Um, so... Can, can we touch on that for a moment? Go ahead. Why do you think that? Because to me, it was the only one that was truly, I'm not going to say the only one, the, the two people that were writing for him and his character consistently was Pia and uh, the oldest son, Ethan. And there, there seemed to be that divide between Sophie and Kai. Like, it was very easy for them to believe the worst in a person that they've known and haven't seen that type of behavior from. So why do you think they were I, able, why do you think there was that divide? Well, I, I, think, I think Sophie's portion of it really came from her guilt. 
right because absolutely she's still she's still dealing with the secret you know so and the fallout from that right in other words well i cheated so maybe he cheated back which i have to say would be a reasonable thing for him to do from nick's standpoint and that would not be completely unreasonable for her to think that and that's what i'm saying in other words it's it's not unreasonable for her to think that so I'm saying, okay, well, maybe she's just here at the whole, you know, well, maybe he cheated back. Maybe, you know, there's something about him I don't know. No, right. But, there was something about me that he didn't know. Right. But the real confusion for me was Kai. Because kids usually believe their parents regardless of anything. And he, he was still... He was like a a young teenager, I want to say, like maybe 13, 14. Right, right, right. So could he even been a little bit younger than that? Maybe 12? No, I I, I get the impression of 13. Yeah. 13 uh, uh, about, yeah. And then maybe, um, you know, the older one, because I don't think the older one was old but i, I felt like no he was like, he was like 16 or 17 16 15 yeah but he he wasn't driving yet so that's why i was kind of thinking kai's age might be a little bit younger as well but that the the school they were in seemed to be was that just a high school or did it have a middle school component as well i think but it was any, a middle school component because especially with 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 charter and 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 private school states kind of tend to do that right it'll be like kids go all the way through yeah yeah so i i wouldn't have been surprised with that because they're trying to establish the fact that their kids will never step foot outside their doors precisely but i think and and i wanted to touch on this point earlier is do you think a part of why sophie cheated and, and I, I don't want to be too hard on her, her this character because I, I actually liked Sophie as a character. I thought she was very well-rounded and an intriguing character. But do you think it some of it was self-esteem because she was in places where she was, you know, commonly the only Black face? Because she, in her social circle, is very multicultural. No, so I, I don't I don't think it was a self-esteem thing as more as she may have felt ignored. In other words, here you have two two people, you know, two high ranking people in their own career circles. And like you said, he's a trainer. He's around all these women, all these girls. And it may have, in, in, in that instance, it may have been self-esteem, but I'm not, I don't, I don't get the racial part of it. I think she may have been feeling a little bit let down or neglected by her husband. And in, in that regard, I, I feel like they kind of touched on that because I, I'm, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of what more can we glean that wasn't directly presented? So all this would be like an inference. 
right? But um, I think because the, the person that she chose to be with happened to be a black guy. So that's true. That's true. But I, I still don't think it's racial, though. No. I, I, and, and I don't think it was, I think that's a component, but I would say that's less than like 10% of what was going on. I really think it goes back to the, the, the initial point of the conversation where it was just she had a lack of experience and kind of just needed to fill that void right. with her right. personally. It really wasn't a reflection of anything Nick or anyone else was doing. It was just something within her, just curiosity kind of got the cat situation. But understandable. And, the, and but the other point is, you know, I I the way the actress that portrays Sophie to me is attractive. She, she kind of has a more buttoned up look to her. You know, she looks a little bit more serious, like, um, but she, she's an attractive woman. Uh, the actor that plays Nick, um, you know, is perceived to be, you know, a very handsome guy. Do you think that that disparity, like, the fact that her husband was maybe considered to be more attractive than she actually was? No, I, I, I honestly think it was, it was honest jealousy. Because a lot of times, especially with women, we don't like to admit that we are, we, we tend to be territorial. Uh-huh. And I think that's really what it was, was, you know, again her husband is around all of these of age females all the time younger younger and you know we're into the field that he's into right and high energy yeah and they have a lot to talk about they have a lot of time to spend together so it's like you know she was probably feeling all of that and he probably lacked the emotional intelligence to maybe smooth some of that out or have those conversations because that's just not where his mind was right and the thing is if he wasn't seeing it he's not gonna know hey I should have this conversation with my wife like hey you know there's nothing really going on between any of us you don't have anything to worry about because that's not where he would go with that but to kind of get us back on track what um do do you do you feel like we saw what the difference in the relationships was we we kind of have a little bit more information with sophie but pia and kai i mean pia and ethan were you know team nick all the way but what was that switch with kai did did you feel like we got that information or did you feel like that was maybe a plot point that could have been explored a little bit more i i feel it was something that could have been explored a little bit more especially when you start to see his reactions toward the end. Right. Toward the end of the series. And guys, remember, this is a miniseries. It is eight episodes long. So it's, I mean, we're, we're, we're condensing it. But this is something where you actually watch the characters evolve. You watch their... Um, you watch their mindsets evolve. And as information comes out, you, because actually 
you become so invested because I was starting to like, okay, this is a good guy. Okay. What's going on? Can, can you be serious? And, and, and as people start to come forward and information starts to come out and you're like, okay, I believe her. I believe him. I, and, and you're, and then after a while, you're like, I don't know who's a hack to believe. Yeah, it did get to that point because I, and I think that goes back to information and how there was a lot of information coming out and what the way I like how each episode is broken down into, we're getting that information in pretty much real time from the different perspectives. So we're processing it like, wait, what is really going on? Because it, it all goes back to, how well do you ever really know someone? Right. But I'll, right. I'll and, say and this. I, and, I, and I, I think that's really what it is, is when you start to think, and, and I will say this was wonderfully written to, to that extent because it starts making you think like, well, how well do I know the people around me? Yeah. Because well, it, it, it was just like, okay, did Nick have a secret? Did he not have a secret? Who and was then, this guy really? Right. And, and then one of the things that really does happen early on, which usually doesn't happen in a miniseries, is they find Nick's body. Right. They find Nick's body. So Nick is gone. Nick has passed away. Nick and, and it's we like, find the body in what episode two? Episode it three? was episode two. It wasn't even episode three. It was it was episode two. Because it, the episodes, the order is what? We have the sister first. And then I think they find the episode in the detective, who's an interesting character as well. Right. Because He's one of those people. He wants to blame everybody, <laughs> which which I right. found really he's weird. At everything. He's he's looking, a new detective and he's trying yeah. to make a name for himself. He's really trying to make a name for himself and he's trying to be extremely thorough. And it's just like okay, but he's looking at everybody and he's even asking Sophie like, well, how well did you know your husband? Were you having any marital problems? Are there any women we should be looking into? You know, and this is just based off of the video. And just general questions. He's, right. He really doesn't have too much information that he's going off of. Right, right. So um, it's just like, okay, so he's a really interesting character because it's just like, okay. And he's, he actually matches, matched with Pia. Right, which was the weird thing because remember, we said Pia was actually on dating apps and the person that she matched with before she knew it was the detective so she she and, and they kind of exhibit some little chemistry throughout the yeah the, throughout this their interactions they, yeah, yeah they, the, they they exhibit some things that they shouldn't be because in other words, at this point, it's not a relationship between the two of them. They are actually trying to have a professional relationship because she is the sister of the victim. Right. So, and yeah. He needs to look at her objectively as possible. Right. Which right. I, I, and I, I think 
both of them, even though there might be an attraction between the two of them, I think that they both care more about the case than they care about the physical side of things between the two of them. Right, right. And 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 that was a good thing, but I think he gave her a little bit too much leeway because he was seeing it through, hey, you know what? It's just Pia. You know, you know, there were things that you know good and well that he, he shouldn't well, I, I think he did it for a different reason. I think he was trying to use her to get as much information. They were kind of trading information. Right. And because really Pia liking him and trusting him a little bit um, and his interactions with her, Pia was then able to kind of convince Sophie like he's going to be the li- liaison for the case. So she effectively got him a promotion. Right, right. And then he, right. at that point, he was trading information with her because he wanted to be the star of the case and solve the case. Right. But that's the thing. So they find Nick's body. And now, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. And you start to feel bad. But now this new character pops up uh Beasley was it Emma Beasley or Emma Beasley yeah Emma Beasley pops up they call her be nasty on the internet (laughs) yeah she pops up and she wants to tell Sophie you know because Sophie is in grief at this point you know she's having a problem she's got all these reporters following her because of the video and all this information keeps coming out and she just really wants to try to get away from it and get back to living life and all this stuff. And she notices Emma following her and she's like, what do you want? Because at first she thinks that Emma's a reporter because there are always reporters outside her house. So she's like, what do you mean? You know, what, what do you want? Who are you? Are you a reporter? And she's like, no, I just want to let you know that I had a real relationship with your husband. And this is like where everything turns and it goes, whoa, like what? Wait. Okay. So nice, sweet Nick. Was it nice, sweet Nick? Like, wait, he had a relationship with Emma Beasley. Wait, what? And we don't see her really too much after this episode, but she's a very pivotal character because she's she's like the floodgate. Right. Because now with this, now she's taking, now we actually see kind of a bonding between Pia and Sophie. Because now she's telling, you know, Pia, hey, this woman showed up. This, This woman, this Emma Beasley woman showed up And she's telling me she had a relationship with Nick. And now they're like, okay, what do you mean? Now, the thing is, for whatever reason, Emma is trying to insert herself into the investigation, into future plans, and into... But this is not where she belongs. And we even see the fact that, okay, 
Emma and Nick met, and I say that in air quotes, on a dating app. Right. So we now see, you know, he's been sending her flowers and all of this stuff like jewelry and gifts and you know he's been telling her he wants to go away with her and all this stuff and it's like okay they somehow had this real relationship and even to the point where she's telling her friends like and her friends are saying well when or when are we going to meet you know which is not an uncommon thing for women you know you talk about it's like well when are we going to meet this mystery man when when are we going to you know get to find out who's been making our friends smile so before they could get to meet him nick passes away and she flies because i forgot where she lives but she flies from her was she in la um she may have been in la like she I felt like she was in California somewhere, but I could. Yeah, be wrong but she that. wasn't in the she wasn't in the same city, and it was enough. She for wasn't her, in Oakland, right? It throat. was enough for her to have to fly, which it sounds really weird, guys, because you're like, okay, you're you're in the same state, but um, and especially for those of us on the East Coast that are like, just drive, just it, drive, it, yeah, it's not the same from Boston to yeah, no. It's, that, it's not the same. It's not the Northern same. California and Southern California. California. That's a considerable drive. So yeah. So she she decided to, you know, fly and and go and try to be there for the funeral and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And like I said, her explanation is Sophie. And now, but then we start to see. She's staying at the hotel that she's been staying at for longer than she should have because she should have just gone in for the funeral and come back home, which is what her friend says to her. But but, come back now. You don't even have to go to the funeral. Right. And but then we see that she is going through this huge, huge grieving process. And. that's actually it was a memorial right because the the funeral kind of takes place slightly later right so so we're exact yeah yeah so but she's she's starting to grieve and one of the things is she's like seeing nick next to her and it's like you're starting to see okay this was just more something more than a fling and you know they're asking her well how well did you because now the police want to talk to her you know how well did you know him what's going on what's this what's that and she's you know she's saying yeah we had a real relationship and this and that and the funny thing is um I think it was Kai and not Ethan at this point I think this is where Kai kind of makes his stand because remember they video chatted he she video chats with him and she's saying you know yeah i i met him or blah blah blah. and it's like wait what but things are still not adding up they're still not adding up 
between Emma Beasley and Nick and and there are dates and times that aren't just just aren't adding up. Well, her her main thing was I will um she was saying that uh Nick would leave her once uh Kai graduated or I'm sorry Ethan graduated high school. Ethan's the oldest one. And that didn't seem to ring true. Right. But it, because I mean, the thing is, Ethan, like you said, Ethan's the oldest one, but they still would have Kai. They still would have Kai. And, and then she, even Pia, you know, people are, even though you know someone and you want to see the best in someone, you also can't be immune when you're processing information in real time. Right, right. So Pia had her struggles. I think even even Ethan had his struggles, his doubts when you're getting that information. But, and there's really not a best approach here. You you don't want to be locked in where it's like, you can't hear any information that could be negative about someone but you just can't also be open to just hearing and processing and believing everything that you might hear. Right, right, right. And, and I think that was the thing. So this starts to make other women come forward because now we're starting to see other women come forward, but now she's like patient zero, everybody else. But now what these other women are saying is, they've only had a social media relationship with Nick and he was known on different dating sites by different names. Right. So it's like, okay, wait, what? And some of the relationships overlap slightly. Right. They're overlapping. And what I actually didn't realize in the beginning was there's this one picture that keeps coming up and it's the picture of Nick with these different women at the beach. Right. And it's slightly different angles, but it's the same picture more or less. Right. And it looks a little bit different, but it's the same picture. Right. The light, like the lighting has changed. Yeah. The angles are a little skewed, but it's the same picture at its core right so because the first time we actually see that picture is with emma beasley and she's swearing yeah we went to the beach or we went on vacation and we took this picture and it's like okay so if he had a relationship with this woman um you know then that would be the reason but now it's like, okay, something's going on because there's too many women coming forward. But now we start to, after this, it actually starts to change. There's a woman that actually, unfortunately, took her own life behind Nick. And she's like, a, I would say like a, a strong supporting character. We, we don't see her so much, but she's a catalyst for so much of the rest of the storyline. 
Right. She is a, a huge catalyst for the rest of the storyline. And, and and that's what's so great about the show is like what we talked about earlier, the writing of it and how each person, even though they might seem like a minor part of it, they're playing a big role and everyone's kind of all encompassing all the time and processing information from right. their vantage points. Right. And, and, that. and that's really what it is. So, you know, we see but, this and now can we back at, up for a second though. Okay. Go the ahead. Reporter though. Which reporter? The main reporter that we see. Oh the, my gosh. The one who kind of, albeit super unethical, unprofessional. Um, I, to me, this this is my least favorite character, but I think he, it's a very accurate representation of the state of journalism. How so? You know? Because I, I think most journalists want to be first. They want to break stories and they'll go to it's not big j journalism anymore it's just like like let let's break news let's break the story we don't have yeah to be the, the idea accurate. is to break the story first no matter how how little information you have and then that, let's point the story in a particular direction and create narratives like i i don't consider that guy to be what i would define as journal a journalist but he's in the you know journalism field but to me he creates narratives and that's what we see right the narratives that he created from looking through the story and all the methods that he used you know harassment like blackmail pretty much leverage if i just the things that he did to the family alone all the families involved and, and for what when he right if he had maybe applied himself maybe we could have gotten to the truth a little bit earlier yeah that because he was he was a big hindrance to getting the truth he was a big hindrance to getting the truth because he was looking for the story and and it wasn't just him it i don't want to make it seem like he was just like a bad apple everyone around him had the same mindset he was just competing with his environment Right. That is so true. That is so true. So guys, we're going to end it here and we are going to pick up for part two. You guys got to stay tuned. You just got to stay tuned. So as you can tell, of course, this is only part one of the recap because of course it is eight episodes long and just so you know, there are some spoilers in the next episode. So if you need to get caught up, definitely get caught up. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast, and you're listening to Coupon Queen Pin.